Hello, and welcome to the DM's Travel Book Club, a guide to the planes. Each episode, we explore one of the planes of existence as outlined in the great wheel cosmology in the role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Welcome to our penultimate episode on planes of conflict. Uh, I am Fiona, and with me as ever is my co-host, Hamilton. I now know which side he is on, so (laughs) it's all good. Oh, I got it wrong. Hello. Oh, you got it wrong. (laughs) How are you doing, Hamilton? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad that we're out of Gehenna. Yes, um, it was a too. bit bit too hot for my taste, uh, you know, sweaty and all yeah. that sort of thing. So I thought we'd visit uh, our, our last uh, good plane on this little tour. Mm. I thought we'd come to Elysium, the oh. untarnished good of this of Elysium. That's I don't mm. know why I said that twice. That's great. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It, it, it's so good. You have to say it twice. That's the it's thing. So good. And I'll be honest, <laughs> Hamilton. Um, I, when I first read this chapter, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of things. So first of all, that, yep. that like, my problem is whenever I come to Go a good it. plane, it's always like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, yes, a little bit. Like, I, and it's always like, there's You're always like, a... Oh, come on, where's the, the, the evil? Where's no, the evil? No, it's not that. I think it's just in the description of like, ah, the, you, I... I if I had a pound, if I had a penny or whatever, for every time the, the phrase rolling hill appears in one of yeah, the good plans, exactly. I would be a rich lady because that's what it is. It is. It feels like uh, essentially this plane is uh, it holds the essence of all that is pure, honest, mm. just, and uh, embodies that pure goodness that is unfettered by concepts of law and chaos, yeah. which is great. But also, suddenly from the description, it does feel a bit like ah, we're just in a very mm. nice place. It's all yeah. nice, which it yeah. is. And I, I think, unlike the other good planes, it is the ultimate good that comes out a catch. You know, like it has the, you don't have to work hard like you do in Bytopia. You don't have the risks of a bacchanalia uh, descent into hedonism. You don't have mm-hmm. the beastlands where you might be eaten by a wild animal. You don't have, uh, you don't have the yeah. sort of too much order that it's a bit dodgy of Arcadia. It's, uh, it's. And, Good without yeah. an agenda, essentially. It's good without an agenda, which it's just is good like for the sake of good. Which is the sort of like, unlike the yeah. So like, on this is the there's two sorts of sides of conflict, isn't there? Really, because like the Beastlands is the good sort of good aligned conflict, neutral, slightly conflict place that has um, that has that conflict in that there is danger. Whilst this mm-hmm. is just pure of like, you, you so long as you don't do any bad, this place is just chill. Yeah. Supposedly, yes. I have a bone to pick with it though. Which oh, okay, let's go for it then. Well, this is the bone that I didn't, I didn't want to tell you off camera, which is that for a place that's so good, mm. there's an awful lot of people in trouble that you need to help, <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Because yes. it says right. So this is this is cutting a little bit, but like it states like during travel uh, on Elysium, like as long as you've got like a good and clear conscience, you can get wherever you want and you get there quickly. If you have a bad intent, you can't get anywhere, which yes. is fine. But during travel on, on Elysium, opportunities to perform good deeds arise. A petitioner's wagon may get stuck in the mud. One of the shepherd's flock could fall into a river and be unable to extricate itself. An animal will be find, found with some sort of injury. If it's a good plane, why is everything going wrong? Do you know what I mean? If it was a good plane, you'd expect yeah. no animals would be injured. No flocks of, of sheep would fall into water. There would be no need to do good deed because it's so good. It, However, I, yeah. there's a nefarious thing at acting which they haven't explained, which is there's an evil undertone which is causing all these people to need good Samaritans to exist. I, 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 just see, I do see it now as the, pla- the plane of mild inconveniences. Yeah, and uh, testing you. It's testing. 
testing your goodness, well, which in theory doesn't make it naturally pure good. Well, and that, yes, yeah, so that's the thing as well. Like, obviously, again, I appreciate good really is subjective, even though yeah. it's objective. And when you look at it through the lenses mm-hmm. of law or, or chaos, then there are other ways to do it. Here, it just says, as long as you do good, it yeah. isn't about it's not it's about the pursuit of it like the end goal is good yeah. no matter how you yeah. get there totally yeah, exactly. fine but as you said um and we'll get onto this a little bit properly about the traveler's travail is like when you're when you're moving somewhere and these things happen you could be like oh fine okay i guess yeah. so and you still get there whereas you're like oh i'm really sorry i'm in a bit of a rush um i'm you know even if you, those different intents and those different things yeah it's yeah, it's it's. But kind it would of... be just a bit weird. You'd be like, you get out the front door, and someone would like, oh, I've broken my knee. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'd walk two steps down the road, and you'd be like, there'd be someone walking along, and they'll look at you like with their little cart, going, wink. All oh, the wheels gonna fall off. Oh no, my <laughs> wheel fell off. I need someone to fix it. And you'd be like, okay, this is just farcical now. It'd just be so farcical that you'd be like, I'm coming up to a bridge. Yeah. Don't no one cross the bridge until I've crossed it. Because you know what's going to happen is someone's going to walk across the bridge. Oh, a board's come loose. I've fallen into the water. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's a comedy of errors that it, they're creating in yeah, this world. It, it does feel a bit maybe uh, it's that sort of patronizing thing going, oh, you should help people cross the road. Oh, help someone with their shopping yeah. or that sort of thing. But again, what, like, oh, it, like who's good are we talking about here at least with law and at least with chaos yeah. you can you can have like an idea of what good is when you say oh it's just good you're like well is it good for them what's good for me you know well, and I, I feel like you could be like very much like well we could get into the whole know, like, is it great or good like you might be on exactly. your way with a time crunch to get somewhere where hundreds of people could be killed you know if you don't get there and yeah. one person's broken their leg on the way and you're like well, really yeah. like i gotta save these people or do i need to fix your leg yeah what, what i will say though i think the dm's guide the fifth edition actually puts it a little bit better okay. rather than just good it talks about elysium being the home of creatures of unfettered kindness and compassion mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's that's different right because that's you yes. showing empathy to other people rather than what mm. good is which i do think is philosophically speaking undeniable yes. it's sort of undefinable so, so that maybe i think that's yeah. a little bit better it's like kindness and compassion rather than good in quotation marks mm. so I, I, that's what i would use as my interpretation if i was trying to really like test my character but let's talk about this this testing this sort of yes. travel so basically well let's start right at the beginning so yes. in elysium we have these four different layers which we'll go on to in a second mm. but the most sort of sort of defining feature apart from those bloody hills is that a lot of this place is full of water the river oceanus actually has its source in this plane and it sort of goes for all for each one of the planes in different sort of aspects and different sort of ways for going out into the beastlands and arcadia and all, all and so forth and so forth so compared to other good planes it is definitely there's definitely more signs of life being surrounded by water which i quite like this idea but maybe it's a bit more uh, uh like uh, island uh, like islands and and, and bergs sort of like next to water banks and stuff so i would maybe describe it a bit more with like rushing rivers or just calmness like seeing more ocean stuff to the point where on the the final layer is just completely covered with the, the sea um yeah. and i just like that it felt very much like if you've seen um for uh, Love and Thunder, uh, the, the ending of that is just a plane of water and you're just walking through water for miles and miles and miles and not really seeing any land and stuff. And I just thought that Reminds was such you, a... Uh, uh, interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that, that sort of like... That's yeah, not those mountains. Islands. Those aren't mountains. <laughs> 
the fact that the, the plane is not like just these raw like Arcadia is very much like Water. it felt like Tuscany and stuff like that yes, and like Mount Celestia absolutely. was very um, sort of Mediterranean like on the edge of this water but mm -hmm. this just mountain that kind of lands at a, at a water base whilst mm -hmm. this feels very sort of like rivers and flowing water around landscapes you know there's yeah. a marshland in one of them it's all yes. very much more um just natural in a in a sort of in it but in a sort of fluid sense i guess yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah no 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 that's exactly it because yeah, yeah i sometimes worry about like, like when we think about like herboreous it's like oh everything's so natural whereas it's yeah. more calm and collective yeah. perhaps um i think for me Maybe it's that sort of thing where you look up like a video of like, oh, nature noises to fall asleep yeah. to, and it's on like a rotation thing, and you just see maybe like those big uh, lakes in Canada, for example, which are just vast mm. and just very calm and whatnot. But the yeah, thing it's I want very, it's not over the top, it's not extreme. Like, Arbora is going to be rich and like, you know, Grecian and stuff like that, and like big cliffs, and, that, and then even going further, what's the other one that I hate? As Isgard, where Isgard, there's just yeah. like fjords and mountains and Oh, it's so incredible and like mm. awe-inspiring. Whilst this is just very much mm. like Wales. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I, I yeah. think that's it. Like, I guess with those, with those other places that you imagine, like, like a, a yeah. drone or a helicopter going over a cliff, and it's like big yeah. swell of music as you go. Oh, wow. Whereas here, it's like a static shot yeah. of just calmness per se. With the little Hovis music playing underneath yes. it, and, uh, yeah. and, a, and, a, and one cow just sort of walking around chewing some grass. And, exactly. Yeah. Or, or any number of these creatures. That, yeah. There's lots of herds yeah. of creatures that yeah. are very gentle and very uh, sort of again very natural. Um, but the thing I did want to talk about. So yeah. So this sort of haven for good souls mm. essentially and we've talked about it a little bit this idea of the traveler's travail or the traveler's journey which is their strongest defense against evil so mm. the idea is that when you need to go somewhere in the whole of elysium you can get there if you are um if you do good deeds along the way it doesn't matter how you do it so you could be very chaotic about it you could be very lawful about it or neutral about it but if you do that you're more likely to get to your destination on time or even sooner Whereas uh, evil creatures can only wander the infinite uh, distances between sites and then are usually destroyed by the, the gardenels, which will come and sort of like will, will notice that you're there. And especially with that as well, with the evil creatures, it's a very mm. interesting, um, again, that's the idea that, oh, there's no agenda here, except for if there are any undead creatures that wander into Elysium, yeah. there's this thing where they will be. They will take damage every couple of every round, essentially, as the forces of sort of positivity uh, sort of start to yeah. burn through, and then eventually, once you drop to zero hit points, you are uh, immolated by a positive burst energy. of flame. Yeah, that's it. Which, God, imagine being killed by a positive uh, energy. <laughs> oh. I mean, it happens if you go. If we do the inner planes, that's what happens if that's you go true. there. Yeah. Just, you... Live, laugh, love. Just like ah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be how I'd get killed by positivity as those signs Just that people have in a house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this home is a gin home. Home is where the gin is. Oh. Ah. I love that little twist on it. Well, because again, as we sort of uh, we haven't mentioned when in, when we're doing this, but like the intro to this chapter is mm. uh, a monologue uh, through yeah. a, a the perspective. That's, they're talking about at least through the perspective of. Uh, let's say it's one that imbibes a little bit too much drink uh, centaur mm. or centaur type creature adventurer who talks about Elysium um, so uh, yeah it's, it's interesting because maybe from that point of view it's like you, you definitely through that monologue you find out more about the character rather than Elysium itself but it gives you an idea about how people see 
Elysium as this place mm. of good, and particularly sort of the garden elves as well. Um, yeah. But before we go on to anything like that, was there anything that you wanted to say about the general sort of vibe of Elysium? Anything about the description before we go? The into general vibe. I don't really have anything general to talk about because there's lots of particularities in this that I think are interesting. But if if I go into them, they'll be too particular. So we'll come on to those later. I think you've, we've captured the essence of mm-hmm. of Elysium, which is chill. <laughs> I think is yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. exactly. So let's talk about the inhabitants mm. that uh, inhabit uh, the population <laughs> that inhabits uh, Elysium. So. It's very hard not to talk about Elysium without talking about the Garden Elves. It's sort of a very quiet group of, mm. of good-aligned creatures that are content to live simple lives while contemplating how they may best serve the cause of pure good. Uh, what is interesting about them is that they, as soon as there is an evil threat anywhere, they're very quick to organise almost like a military operation to extinguish these evil threats. Uh, they sort of are the personification of the plane itself. But... This is very important, as again, it's just a throwaway word, which you, again, if you hadn't clocked it already throughout the text, it just says, don't ever call them herds, because yeah. these are creatures that are, they have the sort of humanoid bodies, as, as far as I understand it, or, or like sort of mostly mm. sort of humanoid, but have the heads I imagine these creatures. Yeah, exactly, like um, Bojack like, Horseman. <laughs> like Bojack Horseman, or I was thinking like uh, in Egypt, uh, Egyptian sort of like oh, yeah, hieroglyphs like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so you have like the crocodiles, etc. So yeah, you have the same thing here. You mm. have sort of six uh, native races to them. Uh, and I, I've completely forgot them all. No, I haven't. Um, the so, Leonels, yeah, okay. the uh, Lupinals, the Ursinals, the Averils, the Equinals, and the Cerdivals. There you go. So all these different sort of uh, groupings of animals. The Leonolds are essentially the princes. They're sort of the <laughs> leaders of the group. And it talks about a little story about um, a prince that has his five companions who are sort of the, the foremost members, are sort of maybe the leaders of this gang, uh, the, the gang, leaders of these gardeners in the sense. And I like the idea that they maybe formed an adventuring party originally on Elysium and then they've sort of expanded from there. And each one of these different Gardnall uh, lineages, they have like certain roles to play, certainly in combat. So like the Averils, yeah. they're like the scouts, they skirm ahead and they do skirmishes. You have the Lupinals, which are the you know frontline supporters, along with the uh, Equinals uh, who sort of come from behind. Um, now the Cervicals, they're the ones who are sort of stag-like, right? They're sort of yeah. like with things. So they charge in and they break up enemy formations, uh, which is great. And then, Almost. Arsenals. Yep. Be careful how you say those aloud, folks. Uh, Arsenals. If you miss out the S, it's something else. (laughs) Yep, it's something else. And they're the mages and advisors, these huge bear like creatures. Mm. And I was just like, that's such a cool image. Again, I hadn't considered it this idea that there'd be like a bear lineage or bear race that you could like make them very magical. And then finally, Leonel's, the generals, the leaders and stuff. So yeah, very, very cool. It's interesting that I'm interested to know why they're coming back into D. D&D. He said one D&D, as he said, playtest has got them in them. Mm-hmm. And I know Planescape's coming out the end of next year. End of, end of 2023. Which, will be, which yep. will be before 24, which is when one D&D comes out fully, isn't it? It's 24 when the new system is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 50 years anniversary. Yeah. I suspect... Um, it's certainly from what I remember of our UA that we will look at in the, another episode of DM's Book Club, is that it doesn't matter, it, it's not limited to the the six 
yeah. six uh, creatures, the six lineages mm. that are described here. It's just basically they are these. Uh, they are native to the upper planes, and mm. they have heads of. But was of, this in the UA for the Planescape one, or was it the UA yeah. for the one D and D? It's the one D and D. So it's the character. Yeah. So they said he's all going to all, Do you think all these snuck characters. It in? I think they've snuck it in. I suspect that these. I don't know if it was going to be in the player's handbook. Mm. I wonder if it will be Planescape. So and then that it will is, later be in the one D and D player's handbook. Then I think so. They'll cover it all. Yeah, but that is that is a, a discussion for another episode of, of it the is. DMs. But I think it's Normal it's interesting because I think the other thing that uh, Planescape had was the Baroyer and the Tieflings both had um, mm. like more complex tables that you could then to make them more individual and bespoke sort of mm -hmm. i can't remember where on earth i found the tiefling one but it was a really interesting one about like because tieflings are all like the cardinals are sort of uh, well asimar sort of upper plane celestial inspired uh, and i think there's a different table for that but the 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 um tieflings were instead of being the, the three sets i think they have in mm. in D, D now they had sort of like it was just it was just like are they more uh, grey waste inspired and have a sort of more yes. like you know could they have the fox's body of a of like a of even a uh, try and help me here the uh, I know I know which one you're talking about the, the, the one that uh, I fought against Arkanos and stuff like that Arcanos, so are they more like yeah. uh, you know um, demonic or are they more uh, devilin or or are they more like you know so the, with the demonic ones they sort of take on more like goats and and animalistic qualities instead of being the sort of you know the, the devilin style that we're very much aware of in in modern dnd so you can mm -hmm. have them more as like yeah hooved and tieflings and they weren't exactly the same so there was a lot more co uh, variation in it and i wonder if that's Definitely. Something they'll bring back is what I was getting. I wonder at. again. I, I know I just said like let's not talk about uh, DMs and stuff, but no, no, no. But I'm about to talk about it, so it's fine. Obviously, because I I'm okay with that. So for Gar Gardenels, I I actually was surprised that they they might be included in the player's handbook because I would assume that Asimars would be because obviously Asimars came in as are now in, and mm. I would see them as maybe they're put in as like tieflings and asimars are sort of the two sides mm. of the same coin but now i think asimars are going to be replaced by garden elves because maybe As oh. asimars are going to be changed to something else or, or maybe i don't know change it in a different way perhaps because maybe they're getting rid of that sort of good evil uh connotations perhaps perhaps yeah. but again that's just that's just me talking well i think the thing with head. the tieflings it wasn't seen as evilly that it was just planar relationship that was the thing in the past yeah. it was more seen as just the essence of a plane let necessarily mm. the planes were named i mean they're named as evil and good but it was just lower planes upper planes and it was sort of like that's where your ancestry or bloodline mm. had come from or even just um sort of uh you know sort of magically infused or something like that in nature mm. but i don't know it was kind of as in like yeah. but they weren't yeah, they were sort of more open in that sense. I don't know. Mm. Interesting. And then okay. speaking about um, other people that are in uh, these, mm. that are sort of related to the Gardeners, we also have mm. the Faction Order of the Garden uh, Guardians, yes. which sort of, they take inspiration from the Gardeners, uh, and they they sort of take that idea of, like, we strive for good, but it's also this hands-off attitude, almost very much very Star Trek, mm. going, like, we shouldn't interfere unless there is definitely evil there, yeah. which, which I think... It, Again, it's like, what is evil? What is you know, just just checking, like, because you you know, yeah. you could be like, oh, they're fine. It's I don't know, character building. So I I think there's for me, I'm like, mm, I think you could you could have a really interesting story where you're like, we're asking the guardians for help, and they're like, it's yeah. not it's not really evil, evil. 
um, but we can't interfere. You know, is that sort of like, well, what's the line? Yeah. I think I think that's quite an interesting moral thing at times. Um, but yeah, so essentially they are inspired by the Scardinals' approach to the pursuit of good in the multiverse. Um, and then mm. they have sort of like, they, they each of the sort of faction uh, sections, they sort of take after the different Scardinal uh, lineages. And I like that they have this, this they have tokens that signify the choice of, you know, which, uh, yeah which Gardner they take after and that you know you, anyone can join any good aligned person can join yeah but it's not you're not committed to it forever you just got to like be good and do the best you can but you're not like you have you know like they they understand that you know it's it commitment is hard and like constantly doing it mm. is is can be very can put you into some sticky situations so as a result it's one of the more popular or well well-informed mm. groups even throughout the whole multiverse as well as sort of widespread reputation that they are, you know, they're doing it for the sake of good. There's no agenda per se, but their restriction I do find quite interesting is that you can't get involved in politics or other petty squabbles. And you think to yourself, God, but people get into politics to try and do good, and maybe, maybe politics is evil all along. So I don't know. I just thought that was quite a fun little, little, I don't yeah. know, little, little throwaway line that could be that could be really interesting. No, I think they, I think they're an interesting one to, to. I also like, yeah, the. The, the other thing about them that I thought was uh, a, like a little hint of something to get involved was the their um, they know everything they know everything yeah they're the most well informed which I think is just kind of like I don't know that just means there's an easy way for you to interface with them the other mm. thing and I was just looking for it now was that mm. they reminded me a bit like a of the Verdant Guild, which was yes. in uh, Beastlands, mm. uh, whilst they take tokens of their of their like, and this is they they sort of as you said it's the good versus evil, which is much more like, Ooh, what does that mean? Mm. Whilst the Verdant Guild is like, you take on um, uh, like a you choose like a, an animal that you feel like you have a relationship to, uh, and it's about protecting the wilderness and throughout the plains and mm. sort of so like you might adorn yourself with a mask with feathers if you were like taking yes, on the birds and, right. and stuff yes. like that and um and it was like any non-evil non-lawful being could do it, but it was more like the sex on force act covertly against the force destroy the wilderness in the name of progress and I don't know it was a very like I like the verdant guild a little bit more because they're more like eco warriors <laughs> Ter- oh. like, you know like which yeah. is kind of like not eco terrorists but like eco warriors no, eco warriors like, yeah, yeah like, just like we're gonna go you know stop these people de- you know deforesting and stuff like that and mm. uh, whilst which is, it seems like a like a I was just thinking. If you're thinking of joining the Guardian, the Guardians, maybe you might consider the Wilders as an alternate choice. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? That's kind of. What no, I like at. that a lot. I like that mm. a lot. And then the final thing to say, really, on population stuff, is that yeah, there were so many powers here. Like they they mentioned a handful out of the books, and I highly recommend checking them out because they're all different. They have sort of levels of like you know significant powers, intermediate powers, mm. and lesser known powers. Uh, you know, and it, it has mm. nice little descriptions of all of them because the idea that they are drawn to this place of good, and yeah. as a result, though, proxies aren't necessarily needed here. What you're mm. more likely to find is proxies of these particular uh, gods and powers out on other planes. And the reason they say is that, well, with the planes own resistance to that presence of the undead that we talked about, uh, the Traveler's Way and the Gardenals doing the job, there's no need to have yeah. proxies here. Um, kind of do it, do, yeah. do the proxies job for them, don't they? The Gardenals, yeah. in a sense. Because so they are a bit... sort of yeah. proxy of the of the world in itself, aren't they? Exactly. Mm. Uh, whereas petitioners uh, themselves, those sort of people who follow these gods, uh, they are, you know, they sought, sought, they sought to further the cause uh, and do, you know, doing it 
as is. But they, you know, their lifestyles might be very different to other people on Elysium. So they could be farmers, they could be this. It feels very much like you're not like, I am a, I am petitioner of this. Like, it's just more like, oh, my job, my, my, that's what I do is my lifestyle. And I just so happen to follow these yeah. other people as well. I think so, it was interesting yeah. on this plane, unlike all others, where a petitioner is always zero to first level. On this plane, they can be up to a three level, yeah. third yeah, level, level PC. Three. Yeah because they retain more of their knowledge of their previous life. Mm. Which is kind of interesting. I don't yeah, know yeah. why that... Didn't yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that's the population. Mm. <laughs> the population. All right, well, let's talk uh, briefly, sort of let's talk about the structure of it, so we'll go into the geography mm. of it. So there yeah. are four layers in Elysium. We have Amoria, we have Aronia, we have the one I can't pronounce called Bellerin? Bellerin? Uh, Bellerin? Belyron, there we go. And, and then the final one, yeah, we, we think that third layer. And then the fourth layer, fourth and final layer is, oh, I'm going to get this one now. Thal- Thalasia. Thalasia. Yes. I think Thalasia. I yes. think so. Again, once again, uh, Wizards of the Coast, uh, people who've written these books, please pr- do pronunciation guides. It's really difficult otherwise. Yeah. When they <laughs> make the new Planescape book, that's what we need. And it'll be all written there. We'll just go through all our episodes and go wrong, 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 wrong. wrong, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's let's talk about the, the first plane, so Amoria. Yeah. So again, I got here, Rolling that's Hills. That's Amoria. <laughs> that's Amoria. Uh, we've got Rolling Hills and Green Pastures, like tick. Um <laughs> And it's got some, it's got some nice places on here. And again, it's got me, bergs and banks. It says, bergs and it banks. It's, but it's different. Yes, it is different. Yeah. Again, maybe Rolling I'm just being woodland too... and green meadows. It's meadows, and it's um, the hills are alive with yeah. the sound of music, all that sort of stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, yeah. You see a garden yeah. owl doing the uh, Maria. Like... Yeah. Little birds are going to tweet and chirp around whoever you know. Um, what's it, what do you do for meadows? You thought you know you like sort of. Oh, there's a good word for it, isn't frolic. it? You sort of like frolic. That's it. You frolic. <laughs> you frolic on this plane, don't you? Frolic. Yes, you frolic through those meadows. So yes, so this is the most densely populated layer. Um, yeah, as you described, untroubled land of woodland and meadows, numerous bergs that line the ocean, uh, Oceanus's banks, like strung pearls, which is quite a cool little image. Mm. And yeah, here you've got the prairies and woods are filled with all kinds of wildlife and the it's and birds of all descriptions seem everywhere, which I think is like an incredible thing. Mm. Like it's not just like the typical sort of maybe starling or, or, or raven or anything like that, but it's all different kinds of birds here. And here we have um I guess the one thing I wanted to point out throughout the whole of Elysium for me, whilst I think Compared to other planes which have been like, here is the, the nature of the plane, and then go on for ages, and then little bits and pieces of location. So like the, the whole front of the chapter has always been like, what's the personality of the plane? Here we get, it's good. Here are all these locations, which are all quite interesting, or had their own little take on stuff, which you don't necessarily have to keep in Elysium, I think. Um, so for example, like one little area that's sort of mentioned early on is the Azora's Bridge. Where it's just like this sort of yes. um, this sort of deity, this sort of not deity, sorry. It's like a an angelic sort of uh, guardian, essentially, or guard. This, I this can't bridge. see the dif- Yeah, I can't see the difference between this and like a celestial. It's like a type of celestial, it's but a it's type also celestial. not an Asimar because they do mention Asimars in this. So it's obviously something it's some, else. I've it's not come some sort of. Them. 
Yeah, it's some sort of rank of uh, angelic yeah. form or, uh, mm. or, or, or celestial. And what I quite like about it is essentially doing a Billy Goat's Gruff type thing. Yeah. Um, you There's a bridge that you can cross to get to wherever you need to go, but it's the only bridge for hours and hours around. And this, this guardian is uh, sort of the gatekeeper to it. And he, or, or they, sorry, will test you and see like how good you are. To the point where quite a lot of the, the locals are like, oh, I'm just going to say what they need to hear in order to pass with it because otherwise it will take hours this mm. sort of line of questioning yeah. which I think could be quite a fun role play thing uh, the only thing I had here was like th there's, an, there's an image of this this uh, guardian this gatekeeper um, uh, in, the, in the book I think he's wearing ripped jeans <laughs> like, he is really, wearing ripped jeans it's um, very it's, yeah <laughs> that makes me so cross <laughs> How, how can he question me about good when he has terrible tastes and well it's fashion? very fashionable supposedly isn't it I think I think no. are you oh, I was just like why is he wearing ripped jeans or why are they wearing well they're meant jeans? to be balmy it does say they're bar they're called the balmy, balmy Robosaurus yeah. so mm -hmm. I think so maybe questionable yeah questionable yeah they're trying to yeah, they're expressing themselves. They're expressing. You know. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's like a, it's a quite cool little thing which you can drop in anywhere, perhaps, and I'm mm. guessing it into the other good planes as well. But I just quite like the idea that you need to get somewhere, and to cross it, you'd have to have this role play moment. And if you succeed, if you decide to to be patient and do the questioning, and then eventually cross it, mm. you do get this ability that is passed from the gatekeeper to you that you can detect live for the next twenty four hours, which is yeah. a, a spell from the second edition, which is kind of which is kind of useful. <laughs> yeah, very useful. Here. Go there, do that. Go get some. Go test everyone <laughs> yeah exactly um another place on this particular plane is the city of the star yeah which i is... love the map of it we need to show the map of it now it's so it's cool it's pretty yeah. cool isn't it yes yeah, so, yeah. um and i think again in this particular chapter there's a little bit more detail about the powers that live here and like how they came to be here compared to like yeah. oh this power here they're from this and then having a line like that it's a nice little story isn't there about the lover and the sort of it's a very classic sort of i i, I don't actually know um if it's from is it from ishtar the... Yeah, yeah, so the, god, the goddess of Ishtar, who's uh, love, war, and all passions of humanity. Does um, it come from? Is it? Is it? Is this god a D and D god, or is it a god from outside, like a pantheon, a, a real I world pantheon? Suspect because of the rivalry with Isis mm -hmm. that it is a real. Oh yes, of god. Course, yes. I would yeah. assume. I would assume, but I'm so not a real world god. I think Egyptian, but again, not entirely sure because it doesn't really. I, if it does say that, then I miss it because it's definitely one liner. But yeah, it talked about this idea of, again, that sort of very sort of like a story of going into underworld to find their love. Um, but mm. the only way they could get there was doing a deal with their rival about losing mm. all their powers and, stuff, and then being punished for it. And this idea of story like you gave up everything, even mm. your powers as a deity and all that sort of thing for one thing. And that was love. And yeah. I'm like, what a great story. Um, yeah. And yeah, there, I just, it just felt compared to other chapters where you hear about like oh they are an amazing god because they trick people etc about what they are their personalities if this was a story which i was like that that might be like part of that it's folklore that people talk mm. about it so i just thought that was such a cool thing to do and it, it happens again later on with a few other of the other sort of powers that are here so i just yeah i really like that but yeah the, but city of the star itself is again i think it describes itself as breathtakingly beautiful mm. and passionately alive which 
I again maybe I, it's one of those things where I maybe can't visualize it completely but it's it's like a beautiful city with whitest of marbles that narrow these narrow streets uh, but more importantly these bodies of work and expressions of passion and beauty are everywhere and then yeah. it talks about that map and stuff and it's just like nothing is done half-heartedly everything is done like you give it 100 110% of effort and stuff like and yeah. every deed and concept that fires the human heart and enlivens the mind is pursued with the utmost zeal which is like that sounds really cool um mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking like how you would put that into a game like because why would your characters come here for example you know we talked about it before in other planes i think for me like i'd love the idea that this would be a role-playing opportunity for competitions and it mm -hmm. talks about that you come to explore your passions here and you can explore any passion or anything that isn't evil essentially you know all good yeah. stuff but it gives examples of like you know dining uh athletics the arts music uh, gaming, gambling, yeah. but and I was like, I I don't know if they're that it's good. A, but, no, but it's like a, it could be like an R and R point to go to. Like you know, mm. this is a re like here's a rest place to go, and then you could add something in. But I think also like the the one that came to my mind with it was that potentially like because you you know all these like uh, cartographers tools, artist tools, painters kit or whatever it's called, artist kit. Mm. I was thinking like, what if you um, needed to like. Now, this is maybe not a good reason for doing it, so we can work this wrong. Maybe you needed to forge something, right? Mm -hmm. And you none of you in the party had the ability to forge anything or something like that. And this is in Planescape, so you're all aware of the planes. And someone mentions to you, well, you want to go to the place to find the best artists and who could teach you to do art? Yes. Go to Ishtar or like... Um, star, yeah. <laughs> or like uh, you want to do a culinary competition. You're like, who's gonna, where are you going to learn the best? Where's the best chef in the whole of, of the plains? Well, it's got to be in Ish, in the City of the Stars. Star. So you go there. I don't know. That was kind of the only thing I could yeah. I could think of. You need to cook the best meal for this banquet. You know, like there's always a banquet in the d, &D I campaign. Like, I like that idea that you go and take a masterclass with the artisan. Yeah of the City of the Star. That's actually quite cool. I guess yeah. that's a downtime activity perhaps. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I think um, the only thing I feel about this and, uh, is that it feels more Aborian <laughs> than Elysium. Uh, a little like, bit. Yep. Because Aboria is the passions of Aboria and this is all about very much that thing. And this is like the sensates all live mm. in Aboria, which are the people who are about, you know, finding all the um you know definite all the, the 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 ultimate sensations and experiences of of uh the world and therefore like it just makes me think that it yeah it, it needs it, it it's missing that sort of thing that's all mm, no I, I definitely see that i feel like yeah maybe it's like how passionate is too passionate i mean i've definitely been to those uh what they're called like open mic nights where you're like there's some people are like oh yeah no i just really love that i enjoy my art and you're like ah oh, there's someone from Aboria over there. Like maybe that's how <laughs> I, I visualize it. Uh, yeah. moving, moving on slightly then to another realm within the first layer, uh, Principality. I thought we'd just chat about quite quickly if that was all yeah. right. But this idea, again, it's like a very lush, verdant woodland, or oh, more hills probably. Uh, this constant gurgle and murmur of streams and creeks, the scent yeah. of wildflowers in the air, the essence of nature at peace with itself. So I was like, oh, that sounds really amazing. And what's really interesting here is that the lore about this place here is that there doesn't seem to be a power here or if there is it's a forgotten about one or one that yeah. itself and i quite like that most of these realms have some sort of like power or a deity that's attached to it or have some sort of ruler here there isn't and there's there's things about saying oh it could be the phoenix that's at the top mm. of this thing yeah. or it could be somebody that doesn't want to be found so people are keeping it private like the mm. idea that it's just called principality but they they don't there's no 
named for it or they don't really want to mm. say anything to the people who live there because they don't want to invite more people in to maybe ruin it and spoil it so i just i quite like that and again yeah, this, yeah. It, it was interesting and it's like um i like the name i just like the term infrequent realm realm yeah i thought it's such that. a cool term for it like it, it just mm -hmm. kind of gives this sort of like um sense of like it, it's something that's appeared mm. uh, and could disappear and maybe that's because it doesn't have uh, but that's what the fe the, the phoenix that made me think of the phoenix it's like oh maybe then it grows and grows and grows and then the phoenix burns and then it disappears again and then yeah. suddenly it reconvenes again or there's some sort of relationship to that I don't know but it was no no like, um, like, a, like sort of like a room of requirements like you yeah. stumble upon this realm when yeah. you need it it might not you might not know you need it but you're like you know you walk around going I need a place to, to rest and, it, and it just pops up as and when yeah. you need it. Oh, and it has the Lake Serene, remarkable only for the pack of moon dogs that live on its shores. How cool like, is this? How sad, how cool is that? Yeah. Moon dogs on the side of Lake Serene. I'm, I'm up yeah. for that. Yeah, that's, I, I will, cool. well, let's not go into too much detail about Principality because there's lots of little yeah. bits in it. Again, that's yes. the idea that yeah. Elysium like itself maybe is a bit more generic if you're like, oh, good. Mm. But then these little bits, like certainly mm. like Principality, you've got like a little little town, uh, you've got a little lake. I will. Yeah. The only thing I will say, oh, and a monastery as well. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say, there's a little there's one line which made me go oh for goodness sake which is in the lake itself this lake and i'm gonna say this wrong anaya anoya um uh, largest body of water with ordinance and then it says who will talk to plus 13 male pcs and i was like why why would they talk to them are they are they that charming above average like charmer yeah Brr. i was like yeah i'll talk yeah. to any any pc that i'd like i don't want to be restricted so <laughs> i was like i guess it's that idea of maybe little mermaid s like oh i want to talk about yeah i want to meet people up there yeah only if they're male <laughs> <laughs> only if they're charismatic oh. yeah no it's just a little bit it's the a bit cringe 90s. it's, it's, the, it's the, yeah. the 90s cringe that it's, you just we have to accept luckily less often than the not in this than the, will, some other places but i will it, i will agree yeah. i just i just for me it's just a little bit jarring yeah. i was like oh You're just well. like, no i did i did I, I did see that i didn't even highlight it i was just like yeah we'll, yeah. we'll ignore that bit um, um but the, the only other i'm very very quickly i know i said let's not focus on it too much but then i was like let's focus on this bit that every town or every region that has this little section saying the current chant of it so like rumors and stuff which are great yes. for story hooks i love how this one in principality the current chant is like oh well many of the sheep have gone missing <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I told you it was whales. <laughs> oh my God. They've all just disappeared. They, just because it's all about the, some some of the sheep have gone missing from the flocks recently. There's no evidence of predators. <laughs> and that's not me doing well. That's me definitely that, just doing that, a farmer just, accent. But I was just like, oh, no tracks indicate where the sheep might have wandered. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just like it's like the most basic like oh. level one D and D. Welcome to the town. The sheep are going missing. I don't suppose you could help us at all. Uh, you, you, you know that's my. I'll be awful kind of you on Elysium yeah, that's of my, all places. Exactly. Well, of course, and it makes sense. You know, what we talked before about this is the plane of mild inconveniences. Oh, exactly. That's oh no, the geese saying. have got out. Oh, yeah, or, or they've fallen in the river. <laughs> Falling in the water. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what is it, boy? It's like you imagine Lassie to turn up. What is it, boy? What is it, Doug? Oh, what's going on, Flipper? 
all of them live there. Oh, That's where they all originated. I was trying Flipper to think. Man. I was trying to think of Flipper the other day for some reason. Anyway, oh, Andre just... the Seal, uh, oh, all of them. God. Then look. you get the nest of the phoenix, but maybe we can skip over that because it's a phoenix I, nest. I think it is. Again, it's, it yeah. feels part of the uh, principality, yeah. but also I think the again the, the current chant of that is this idea like as we know phoenixes mm. they live they die etc. But this idea that uh, it might have. Uh, 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 born mm. a, uh, a phoenix egg, and yeah. the shell is an ingredient in many potent magics. Which I just was like, that's actually quite cool. Because you could just be like, I'm going to steal the egg or break the egg to get the shell, and you, I think that would be a really interesting. Or stop mission. poachers from trying to get the egg could be like yep. another one. Like that's the you know it's like which is uh, which has actually happened in like one of the adventures for the the one with the da 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 Jurassic Park one. <laughs> the Jurassic Park like one from, from the previous cut. Yeah. yeah, I like how we only remember that one and none of the other ones. It's just uh, the only adventure. Well, there's and also it mentions that talking about like where would you come here? The Endeavor Spark adventure actually comes to um, mm. Elysium. So there's obviously I, can't, I don't. Yes, because it talks about um, it's, um, it's the ro- cool, roll, yeah. rolling crescent. The this this inn yeah. it appears to suffer some damage, but now is repaired and no one seems to notice. And you're like. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that's a new war. Oh, is it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I, guess but I so. like how it relates something in this because this came out after one of the early adventures with Devil's oh, Spark okay. Adventure, and so it then references that, but oh. which is kind of nice. And you can see, and it says see more in that in that adventure. It's really quite a cool one. I think it's like a story. It starts off with an argument between a celestial and a fiend in a pub uh, in Sigil, Classic. and it goes on a bit of a wild adventure. It's meant to be quite fun. Oh, that's quite um, cool. Check it out. I, the thing is, though, I would say yeah. like what for me, I like the idea that you connect this 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 inn with the new wall and the sheep going yeah. missing, that the sheep are actually in the wall but that's just me <laughs> it's very um Jake, uh, jonathan creek <laughs> yeah like ah, oh, a hidden ball who knew anyway <laughs> moving on um, uh quietude quiet quietude 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 what a, what a great name this yeah. place is and and so before we talk about the city of the star this is like uh the rivals so isis's uh a part-time abode, it says, where where mm. she will come, and it talks about um, it being a bit more arid, perhaps. Mm. Uh, the study of ba- balance and moderation, mm. and it's actually like for me, I just thought like it, it has the first of all, it has a little river called Serenity, which is you're like oh lovely, and then it's all riverside villages, and it's this idea of family, community, and yeah. courteous to outsiders, reserving their love for you know they're, they're very respectful, but they reserve their love for each other and their families. Um, Again, it's only very little bits on this one, but I, 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 can, I can instantly like visualise it quite quick, clearly. That, that oh, it's so lovely to have you here. Oh, but you are a mixed gender party, so we're going to split mm. you, so you have your own separate rooms. And then if you if you don't know that, it's like, oh well, we disapprove of that, but we're not going to say anything. Mm. So it's very. Yeah. I like this idea that it is very disapproving small town attitudes to this uh, to this place. <laughs> You're not local, are you? <laughs> oh well, these big city folk and their big adventurings, and so yeah, and again because like I I. Uh, Isis is definitely uh, one thinking of motherhood, marriage, and 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 magics. So you mm. can definitely get you could probably tie in themes to that yeah. throughout any adventures that you go through here. But again, it's a nice little again a nice little maybe stop off perhaps if you would maybe one of the things it mentions in the City of the Star bit it talks about like mm. if there are any followers of Isis that happen to be passing through, followers of Ishtar will try to embarrass or humiliate uh, you know uh, these followers. So I like the idea yeah. that they're all having like take like almost like try to one-up each other slightly yeah. it's never like full-on brawling or anything like that but it's no, just, but like, it would be r- like rivalry. challenging you to something to make you fall over or so you know like to look a fool or something like that exactly yeah. which yeah. which i quite like as a, as a nice gentle thing that hopefully doesn't but if it doesn't go out into full-out combat because there's no such thing really on elysium but yeah this idea of this it's like sort of gentle rivalry which people take a little bit too seriously <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. And I think that, uh, which is kind of funny in its own way. I like it kind it. of just makes it a bit like as you said, local <laughs> sort local. of thing, doesn't it? It's a little, yeah. And rivalries between these two little places. Whilst it's still good, it's like and how to play that, as you said, like you can't obviously be mean about it, like bad about it, but no. you can just it's that sort of like keeping up appearances sort of level exactly. of like one-upmanship. It's bouquet, yeah. not yeah, bucket. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they would call them bucket if they were the uh, other, yes. from the other town. That was like exactly. The, the, um, the final yeah. place, uh, again, very quickly, because yeah. there's actually a lot of a lot of these little areas are interesting, certainly in the first couple of layers, because obviously they're the most populated, is this little town called Release from Care. <sighs> What a, first of all, great name. And then the description of it is like the quiet contentedness of a hot bath. And instantly I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm there. Candles. Candles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. An evening full of tall tales, good jokes, fine, fine wine, merriment, and time that slips away all too rapidly. And you're like, this sounds like an excellent place yeah. to be. I like, I yeah, just, I'm like, I'll live there. I guess it's, it's different, again, different to Rolling Hills, um, yeah. which I, I can imagine anyway. But this is like, I think everyone gets their own unique feeling of what this is for them. Yeah. You know, like it's such a great description that you can just really feel it. Like, you know what a, a hot bath feels like, and I do, but yeah. what we have in it is different. Like, I might have I a little I imagine it's sort of like, it's like dusky. There's like a little crookety little house building pub that you go in, and it's it's slightly wet and cold outside, and you go inside, it's nice and warm. Nice, nice roaring a pint. fire. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pint a bit, and then like a oh, steak pie with mashed potatoes with Ooh. lots of butter on it and like yeah See, and then for me yeah. it'd be like a huge bowl of um nachos with cheese oh and yeah like, yeah yeah we could all Actually, share chicken, yeah chicken wings. Uh, chicken wings oh my gosh yes anyway okay. <laughs> and you don't get fat from it so you can just eat as much as you like and then there's a nice bit of like mm, brandy or whiskey at the end of the evening you know oh love it love it i'm a game of D D, maybe even <laughs> just <laughs> Uh, yeah, like um, like uh, dark places and demigorgons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and humans and uh, I don't know houses and humans. House, oh yeah, officers and bosses. I think is the what officers uh, and bosses. What, that's what uh, hello from the magic tavern uses. Um, but yeah, I think really release from care. It definitely again just another like flavoursome place, yeah. right? Uh, like mm. a place that you would go to. It's like the lar largest burg on the place, so maybe you would stop off there. And there's always plenty mm. of comings and going, so that could be the starting point for your adventure. But and it's where. Uh, the Guardians, another faction, sort of mm. is that sort of where they are. They're on the lookout for new members here, so yep. to speak. Uh, and yeah, it's again, it's just a nice starting town. Like I think the, that description of it instantly makes me feel more amenable to using it compared to maybe some of the other towns. Even though there's not mm. a lot about it, it's not saying like, oh, here's the chant of this or here's the chant of that. You know, it's, it's like it's very much like, oh, I know what this place is like, and I can just describe it from my mm. DM point of view rather than compared to other places which I might have a lot more information i would be more i'd be happier even to generate more stuff for release of care if you see what i mean yeah yeah no i i yeah i get that i think i think yeah i, I think the only reason i would take them there is again for the 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 rest part of it isn't it it's like mm. a momentary point of rest but i don't know why i would go there yeah, I get, unless there was some like I don't know trading stuff. So they they talks about with the guardians. So I did that's that they seek out potential members by going. Oh, can you send this to another outpost which yeah. is above uh, on a different place of Elysium? And then that's where mm. they will get tested by the Elysium sort of uh, travel Travels. thing. Yeah, and then at the end they'll be like, 
excellent, you've made it. I would like to extend you uh, an offer to join us. You're like, what? <laughs> it's taken me bloody ages to get here. <laughs> I send another stop... one back. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm out. There was all these sheep I had to find along the way. Yeah, like, <laughs> I collect them like a, like collectibles on a mission. It's like, yeah, collect, uh, like in... Um... Oh, I'm just thinking of Tony Hawk's. You have to collect skate, like the SKAT. It's like how many sheep, you know, sheep points, or how many sheep stars points, you've got in there. How many like flanks you get in like a? Oh my gosh, Creed. it's Super Mario 64. It's just the stars are sheep. You have to collect yeah, sheep all the time. Exactly. It's, yeah, I can imagine it being a proper collector <laughs> thing, like gamify it in a way, perhaps this level. Anyway, um, yeah. So that is that is it for the first layer. Yeah, Isn't first it? layer. Yes, yeah, so and now onto the second layer of. Uh, I'm going to say this one. I say Eronia. 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 So this one has rocky mountains. Woohoo! The land uh, of rugged peace. Rugged, rugged peace. Yes. Yeah, so again, this makes me think of a little bit of Bytopia's second level, I think it is, mm. where it was a bit more rugged and there was less people living on it. But obviously with yeah. Bytopia, it was sort of the planes are like this, so sort of horizontal and uh, like reflections of each other. It's more rocky. You have these great cascades of water and spectacular waterfalls mm. from the river uh, itself. And here it just says the river is a bit more dangerous on this level so you might want to get um, a guide uh, like these river rats yeah. which does again I'm sure in other places it refers to them in a bit more detail but I was like who are these people <laughs> where are yeah. they are they are they like ratty from Wind in the Willows are they, <laughs> they are. You know, are they are they more evil or, or evil looking perhaps like I, like I don't know like I'd be like alright mate so you want to get across Oceana say eh? uh, you know that sort of like or yeah. like a flat cap let's go you know like, like well like watch your mate that sort of like <laughs> that attitude like a, a peaky blinders as but without the evil and cutting people perhaps I don't know. <laughs> without the cutting people i think yeah this all i just imagine them like good aligned versions of the Moreneloths, basically mm, yeah so maybe they're like i don't know jawas or something <laughs> jawas yeah because they're kind of like good like because Morenlos are like look like the, the you know the hooded uh, yeah. you know um, the eyes you know, no 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 you just see the eyes and they're sort of like hidden behind this hood like this rhythm of sticks sort of like traveller mm-hmm. the sort of death like character mm-hmm. so Jawas are kind of like a happy go lucky version of that so I kind of that's how I'm going to imagine it yeah that's fair that's fair and yeah. and again I I see this almost like white raft, water rafting a little bit perhaps like all right hold on and everyone's going Woo-hey! yeah <laughs> like <this>. exactly <laughs> over big waterfalls and stuff but again it looks spectacular and maybe yeah. again this is just me thinking out loud you hear and I will I obviously do not encourage anyone to do this but you know you hear people doing I think it's called tombstone uh, no is it, I, where they jump off rivers and bridges and stuff into like long bits into water yeah. um, I can't remember what it's called now like, I think you're right I think it's something like that or like base tomb jumping tombstoning yeah base jumping tombstoning tomb- yeah tombstoning yes. I can't even say yeah. the word. Never mind. Don't do it. Clearly, if I can't Don't say it, it, it's not good. It's not good. Um, but that, but that, that's a, that's the feeling, right? People are going to do these amazing. This is like, your adrenaline junkies' uh, back garden, isn't it? That's absolutely. It. That's yeah. how I think so. And then on top of that, you get these other places like the Great Mother's Garden, which is a, a, frankly a, an amazing sounding place where it's just all like a rich harvest essentially with all these mm-hmm. well tended crops for us. You know, infinite rows of corn, which. Mm. For, for me, as a horror fanatic, I'm like, well, it's Children of the children Corn. Children of the Corn, exactly. It's, it's something in the tall grass. It's all these things, but actually it's not it's like Theresa that. May's uh, childhood. Yeah, it's <laughs> frolicking through fields. Um, of corn. Uh, of corn. Um, but here it talks about, like, compared to, say, um, 
I'm going to get it wrong now, whichever one it was. Uh, whichever one was the hard-working one, doing good, but it's... Bytopia. Uh, by, yeah, Bytopia, this hard-working stuff. Mm. Here, it's like, it doesn't matter, like, there are no weeds, there are no rocks, no. there's no sawbacks or making mushrooms. It grows easily. It grows simply. and you take the stuff and it's, and it's lovely as a result. And and it, yeah. it talks about all the food here that is treated as if it was a good berry spell, so all the food yeah. is delicious and... and and it, 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 the garden itself grows the biggest and most colourful and fragrant flowers mm. anywhere on the plain, but you should ask permission before taking them. And it doesn't say why. So in my head, I'm like, well, it's going to be a monstrous plant. <laughs> it's going to be... It has to be something else. It can't just be like it withers and dies. Because mm. um, I just feel like for me, there's, you should always have consequences that are strong if you're going against the nature of the plane. But maybe that's just me. But I just like the idea that compared going back to that... Um, to uh, the Isis realm of quietude, where people are like, "Oh, I see you're 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 mixing with the other gender," well, we just disapprove of that, but we won't do anything about it. Whereas here, I just imagine like the flowers going, oh, "I wish you'd asked," you know, like, "Oh no, tell them they're banned from the garden." <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like take take the seeds from them. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, it's just good, isn't it? I think it's I'm, well, there's more nefarious things to be had later on, isn't it? Uh, than uh, yes, absolutely. So, but. It's always you can add that in, can't you? Though you can make it so that there's that is that sort of corruption levels, perhaps, yes. or somewhere, and you have to go on to the edges that. or something. You've got to find I, it. Yeah, like I think that would be a good adventure hook to go to any of these levels. Is that there's been some infiltration somewhere, and you need to go help to sort sort it out with the the garden elves, which I know we have not spoken a bit of, but we'll get onto yeah. them in a second. Uh, the final two places in this realm, we've got morning morning glory. Uh, which has described itself as an endless possibilities of a new day, of unlimited yeah. potential, all the creativity and choices of a fresh start. And I'm like, oh, God, I hate these people. <laughs> yeah, I know, morning people. Bloody yeah. morning people. Um, <laughs> it sounds delightful, this idea that this this particular realm, uh, the realm of Lifander and Uzhaz, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, it's, it's like, it's a perpetual dawn. So you have these beautiful, like, ruby-coloured, crimson, scarlets, yellows, and pinks of, of it almost being sunrise. But as a result, any spells that involve sleep fail automatically. Um, mm. But resting here, you feel refreshed and clear-headed. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, that's quite nice as well. So again, just something to to have in mind. Again, not much else particularly about this the only thing that came to mind on this mm. for me was the, the, the one-way gates that could be found in the realm that leads to the planes of darkness and evil. It's through these gates that the power's here to hope to bring their light. Mm. But I think I would kind of, right. I just thought with that, it would be one of those things that you could have as like inverted. I know it has one-way gates, but you could have it going the other way, which is Ooh. like your players are on, a, on like an evil plane. They're running away and they see this just like... Dawn light yeah. on the horizon, and they just kind of like. Has broken. And they just, yeah, exactly, exactly. And maybe that could be your like Deus Ex Machina, you're allowed out of here, mm. or they're just looking for a way out, and then they just kind of poof a line here. But maybe they bring something with them, or something like that, and that's the I next. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, yes, this would be, yeah, like a portal into this particular layer. I quite yeah. like that. Uh, and he's sort of refreshed, and then suddenly, like, what have I done? I've opened oh. up the gate, and it's like you've and and then you've yeah. Answer. No, I think that's that's a great yeah. I think this would be a great place because I guess because it, it seems so lovely, and then suddenly the mm. colours darken as something steps forward, like yes. crawling out of this portal. Uh, and then finally, on this plane is Precipice, this Arakoka mm. city. Again, very very small little bit about it, which it also sounds quite interesting. This idea is a high 
cliffside community above a, a wide deep lagoon mm-hmm. um with nests and stuff and the, the, the two main things here that i picked out were that if you find a feather from one of the powers that visits here it's a permanent feather fall effect it's like a basically like an item magic item you yeah. have but they're not happy about you taking it because it's no. a holy relic so don't do that um but then as the sort of the the adventure hook uh the, all this sort of little chant thing about these bands of gargoyles and margoyles which i'd never heard of before mm. um occasionally raid and then they'll take the young or the, the creatures that can't fly and then fly distance and then drop them to their deaths and nobody nasty. it's pretty nasty and they're like they don't know where these people are coming from so if yeah. you can go sort it out that would be amazing the other one is that says the other chant is that the giant eagles here might be convinced to give bashers on a mission for the cause of good and express rise to their destination i wrote fly you fools because <laughs> it just <laughs> yeah because it was the whole like yeah just because the giant eagles could uh, could in, do it yeah in, that... in, in, in Lord of the Rings sort yeah of them, it is definitely a Lord of the Rings so reference there, Gandalf yeah. has been to Elysium and has obviously helped Gone them so yeah. they've convinced them for a mission for the cause of good to get an express ride they couldn't have gotten you know all the way from mm-hmm. if they'd just done that at the beginning of Lord of the Rings they could have got straight to it'll Mordor. be a ten, 10 minute video really that <laughs> exactly. montage yeah uh, <laughs> but okay so we've done the first level level we've done the first layer we've done the second layer now on to the really interesting one, number three. Yes, number the three. One I, the one Magic I can't number. pronounce. The one I can't pronounce. Belyron. Belyron. <laughs> the forgotten layer. The forgotten layer. This marshy rich. This is not the layer you're looking for. Ooh. Well, right? This is the thing. This is exactly. And it's exa- that is it in a nutshell. This idea of a very marshy, rich with wildlife, but blessedly free of biting insects. So you're like, oh, this could actually be quite an interesting one to go to. I'm thinking of, you know, when you do those cruise when you're in Florida, like with mm. crocodile stuff, like you're going through these sort of swampy areas. Really interesting. But secret is, Hamilton, secret is, it's something going on here. Something's it? going on here. So we'll twi- quickly talk da, about. Da, da, da. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not dinosaurs, <laughs> or is it? No, so these gardeners, which I know we keep glossing over, but essentially these these natives to the plain, they are obviously creatures of, of goodness, and they will, you know, whilst they live on their own, they sort of will sort out good. They encountered something here that stopped them dead in their tracks which was a mythic monster of legend. And then it says, see this book on mythic monsters of legends. <laughs> You're like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. thanks. Um, but they found a hydra, which was the worst of all hydras because it had all these horrible aspects on it. And it was so monstrous that they couldn't destroy it. So again, it goes into the whole little story about what happened in this plane in a very short, like pithy kind of paragraphs. Mm. And so what they did, you know, after much death, they decided like, we'll trap it on this layer as a prison and we will watch over it as gardeners. And so they create the, the sort of mages of the gardeners create this infinitely large cage to keep it in. Mm. And the only way sort of to leave is through Oceanus. So decided that if you plop into uh, Bellerin and you're like, well, how am I going to get out of here? You better find a way out quickly. Because not only is this Hydra about, which people don't really know about or shouldn't know about, but also the Gardeners will be like, what are you doing here? There are also oh. no gates in. There's a out. There's only gates in. And yeah. once you're in, you you very got, difficult. It's yeah. very difficult to get out because you, you have to travel via Oceanus. Mm. And so you have this, this idea. And, it, and it's, there's questions about whether or not there are other creatures that they've trapped here that you know they, they've said we can't deal with them on Elysium and we don't want them to do any more damage. So mm. we'll just trap them in this plane. So let's talk about other, like maybe some uh, demon laws that they've got in here and all that. Yeah. Stuff. But again, it's all rumors and stuff. And, and, and this bracket's going, probably not, unlikely. But 
It's yeah. just, I just that's the idea that you've, you come across a Hydra, which is scary in itself anyway in D&D, but this but, idea... Yeah, as I said, also other creatures oh. the Garden has found too difficult or too costly to destroy also share this prison. So it's not going to be yeah. a fun place. So this is a fun this is a fun place to put your characters yeah. and your players in. You know, what, you know what I thought about when I was reading this? I felt very much like it could be like a really intense version of Hunger Games or Battle Royale, essentially. Like you're trying to get through, but there are all these other creatures that are also trying to get out as well. Yeah. And they're going to try and race you to the end. But the only benefit is that they, the Hydra can't go in the water of the Oceanus because it's too good for it. So, like, you're yeah. safe in the water. It doesn't but you like could, the smell. Yeah, and you could imagine yourself, like, like rushing, 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 getting to the boat, and then it's, like, looking at you. And you could, like, and it's just staring, watching you go down the river, and then you're going to get to some rapids, you're like, oh, no, one of you could fall, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, you yeah. go into the second layer, oh Or you like, see it, like, go. pushing a boulder into the water, so it, like breaks the flow and then yeah. stands on the boulder and then Ooh. attack again or something like that. I don't know. It could be quite cool. Very, um, very cool. Again, it just... And it's so... This, for me, was so different to the other two layers and mm. so hidden. As I was saying to you, I was like, it's only in the last couple of pages. I was like, yeah. where were you hiding this? Oh, yeah. amazing. This was exactly... The other thing I like is the other less likely people still interesting to include rumours of such primers, a member of the Dark Eight, not bloody likely, but, like, imagine if you, like... What I was thinking another like this what it led me to was okay, you got a you're doing something in the hells and there's a, a deposed member of the Dark Eight who could rival someone that has like ownership over someone that you care about. And so what you do is you kind of think, I'm gonna fight evil with evil here. Mm. You go here to say like, I'll make a like you make the deal saying like I'll if you help me unrelease my friend, I will help you escape Elysium. Do you know what I mean? So, like, that could be one of the sort of, like, morally grey areas you could put your characters into. And then, which is like, yeah, if you've, you're, every time you're questioned, like, what are you doing here? And you're like... Yeah. Yeah, because then you're having to be like, I'm doing something good, I'm doing something I'm good. I'm doing yeah. something good, exactly. So that whole point that you have to get through Elysium mm. because you are actually technically gonna do something bad but to do something good maybe and it's so yeah it comes back to that whole thing about is it compassion and empathy versus good so yeah and that could be a whole thing and like you've got to get Mm. all the way through then you get there then you've got to somehow escape with this being against the cardinals i think the have you seen the art for the rubicon Mm -hmm. it -hmm. looks so freaking cool it's like a in the center of like an islet in the river yeah outpost it's like gothic tower where these uh, beings live it's kind of cool yeah Um, but on top of that the other people or the other place that you could come across this sort of and i'm gonna i know i'm gonna say this wrong is it quasar yeah i think quite quasar quasar Quasar, i think it's quasar the quasar birthplace which again have a really interesting story this idea Mm. that they have been sculptured out of mud by these creators who have then left them Uh, and then you come across almost like well i see it as like a graveyard almost like these Mm. half shell forms of corpora parts of quasars who are these sort of like spirits i i see them as almost like artificial life so maybe ai in certain Mm. ways of these you know with with thinking and all that sort of thing but they don't have but they they they've been created this spark of life, but they're trying to now re like re- expand their 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 kin and stuff like that, but they're not mm. succeeding. So now, if only they can find someone who has the energy to start to help them to create that spark, because then you would have powerful friends for life. This sort of because they they also help with the guarding of the uh, the layer as well. But I just I just imagine that you can come across this like it's almost like a wasteland of just dead bits of um, corporeal shells yeah. everywhere. And you don't know what, and you don't know what they are. Just like, oh. yeah. 
I kind of like that you could have that as like one quasar that turns up in Sigil or something like that after mm -hmm. escaping and it's like to tell someone about this land and maybe to sort of like help them or something like that it could be another Ooh, so you've yeah. got to you've got to get through that whole place to sort of like maybe the they're in danger of you know I don't know like the Hydra's going to take them over or someone's come and found them and is trying to like imbue these creatures with evil spirit or something like that I don't know to sort of like yeah because that, that again it feels a bit very much like that whole sort of Frankenstein's monster type thing where you're yeah. just like I need you to come back and create my family yeah. and you, you know and then force them to do it but then I don't know you, there's definitely that idea of what is good and what is right and oh I don't know yeah that'd be really cool really really cool could be there's an interest there's something there I think for sure that's the thing that that is interesting I hadn't considered that that idea that you use the quasar a bit more uh more prevalent because again they've only got a really short bit in this book so yeah mm, interesting uh, then Rubicon, which we mentioned, which is the the Cardinal's sort of outpost, uh, which is looks so cool. Yes. <laughs> it just looks super cool. Uh, gothic Cathedral. Oh, Hamilton's gonna love it because it's all Gothic Cathedral. Gothic, Gothic. Like yeah. So the fourth layer, the fourth, <laughs> number four. Uh, yes, uh, you did pronounce it earlier, and I've completely forgotten how you did it. Felasia. Felasia. Sea of Oceanus, this idea that there's small islands on the sea, but it talks about that whilst, you know, on the surface you have all these islands and stuff, the most plentiful life lives below the surface. And it's just mm. that for me, I think this is the first time and I'm sure we've had other planes with a lot more water stuff in it, but I feel like for the first mm. time this feels like a like vibrant and you yeah. have um I had a great description, which I absolutely loved. I would take this with me if I was ever getting players to come to Elise and this idea that islands dot the sea's face like freckles of a young child. Yeah. Like, what a great description. That's really cool. Like, I can just imagine they're teeny tiny, like like yeah. gentle, like you've got that air, um, that uh, bird's eye view, and then you plunge into the depths of this beautiful the blue oceans. of the blessed, which mm. they go to in Critical Role campaign one, they go to Elysium to meet I've forgotten uh, Pike's God. Uh, uh, Ray, yeah. Seren Ray yeah. is on one of the Isles of the Blessed, and that's okay. when they go to meet. And I think uh, they try and steal one of the pearls from the beach side. Uh, I think, oh, um, and they realise it's one of the souls of the people. <gasps> oh uh, wow! Yeah, but there's, uh, yeah. I think, uh, I think it's um, Scanlan or someone who steals it, probably who picks it up and has a look at it. But um, yeah, they go there and they go and meet Sarah Ray and there's the whole thing flying up in the sky of the tower mm. but yeah that, that, that I just that's all I remember of yeah. a relation to that wow yeah and like like they talks about again with sea stuff you've got you think it talks about this place called like the I will say autocorrect corrected to selfies grotto selkies <laughs> grotto <laughs> This idea of selkies, which are actually really interesting folklore, I would highly recommend checking them out because they have some really interesting things. Like the Little Mermaid, originally I think was inspired by selkies. Uh, this uh, idea that they were sort of like like underwater sea-like creatures or sea, uh, seal-like creatures that can change their form into like they shed their skin uh, and then go into human form right. once a month or something like that. And so they're very shy and secluded, yes. and they have these grottos and stuff. One uh, week per month. That's it. They're one week per month, and so as a result. It's something I thought really, really cute is that they're willing to trade. These selkies are willing to trade for human items of clothing, uh, and they're like, um, "Here's um, here's a pearl. Will that do?" And you're like, oh, "Yes, you can have my you can have my ripped jeans for uh, that pearl. Like, not a problem." Um, and I guess because that could be quite a little fun little thing. And again, mm. you you know, you've got your seals, you've got these uh, 
Delphons, I think they're called, which I just think are just like cool dolphins. I'm not sure, you know. And I imagine that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. yeah. As as long with all the sea life, but then Hamilton, we've got this very cool ass, scary thing called the Thalstrom. Yeah. This Philastrum. Philastrum, even. I am. Who knows? It's so, it's so overwhelming. It's like, it's coming this way. It says on the page before, like the, the uh, paragraph before it says, some say the Philastrum is making its, the what? And then you're like, oh, and then it comes up and tells you in the book next. Yeah. yeah. This great hurricane that randomly roams the surface of this layer. Uh, yeah. of, I know, it, it said like... It's all it, chill it's, until now, isn't it? Yeah, and you're like, oh, God, because that's quite terrifying. Because you, you yeah. could probably see it for miles away coming towards you. Mm. Um, but then, again, a little twist at the end, a sort of hidden secret, because he talks about it in the little player's guide as well, but the fact that this is actually a vast magical construct powered and by, maintained by the dark enemies of yeah. a word I can't pronounce, but just dark enemies. Um, yeah. But it's like it's manned by Sahagan, Wear yeah. sharks, greater yeah. and lesser sea wolves, and really instantly I'm like, Sathalinifar. Oh, can I try this? Go for it. Asathalfinare. Asathalfinare. Who knows what that means? Uh, presumably not. I good. think earlier it mentions that is the dolphins, the seals, the sirantra. Uh, it's just, it, maybe it's just yeah. like a collective noun for yeah, a group. Yeah, I think that was but... a collective noun for all the beings of the water. I think. But I, I, just, I like the idea though. There are lesser and greater sea wolves. What does that mean? That sounds terrifying. And where sharks and like like Sahagan, yeah. I know it's from other things. Megal- like... It's the megalodon. It's that. the megalodon. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's uh, the giant. It's a huge octopus. It's or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it just. I, I, again, I'm getting visions of the more, uh, mortal machines. Is that what it, I can't remember that. Mortal called, engines. Mortal engines. There you go. You knew exactly what I was talking about. Howl's Moving um, Castle. Yeah, very much so. Like this, uh, mm. but across the water. So they're just an amazing yeah. big machine that's always going, always turning. And he's the uh, JJ Imran's uh, sort of flair and the what's his name, the <laughs> Inception sound. Oh, um, ha- Hans Zimmer esque. Hans like. Zimmer. <laughs> it's yeah. coming. Ah, ah. The uh, So yeah, I, again, I can imagine like you're trying to evacuate people because it's coming for the Selkie's Grotto. Yeah. Um, it's tearing up islands and stuff and. Maybe you need to make your way inside because what what could be at the center, the eye of the storm? You know, if you try and get in there somehow. Yeah. Oh, I don't. So many ideas for that. Anything with a sentient storm, I'm 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 in. Right. Yeah. I, I'm there. It's got to be a storm giant up there or something like that, right? Or something. That's what I was thinking. A storm yeah. giant. Like we've got to have storm giants. Um, let's move on quickly then to magical conditions. Yeah. Fairly straightforward. This it describes itself as the least restrictive, but then the most restrictive pla- uh, mm. plane of spells for good aligned planes in the mm. planes of conflict <laughs> which is like what? but essentially mm-hmm. anything evil or destructive just yep. won't function here don't even bother any spells are concealing a truth or, or hiding something don't bother but casting spells to benefit others works just fine yep. the one thing i say about that i feel that's a bit of a cop-out considering this is a whole plane about compassion mm. and empathy and helping others that you think like i am casting healing word you should get double you should get a bit yeah. more you're helping other people out i i know it happens on other planes i'm surprised it doesn't happen here um yeah but yeah uh, obviously charming uh, necromancy yep. effects do 33 percent chance of affecting the actual caster itself yeah uh, backlash well. but but then but that's quite an interesting one because it, it mm. like when you cast anything necromatic if it comes if it back if there's that backlash that 33 percent backlash it could come out as an aspect of goodness 
which I like that idea. It's not like, a, a, you know, you're like, ah, oh, zombies rise. It's not zombies, it's something else. It's like, ah, oh, flowers, no! Zombies <laughs> <laughs> so ah! Sheep, more sheep just growing sheep. out of the <laughs> ground. <laughs> you know what, it reminds me, oh yeah, maybe like, um, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh's Karibo, a little like, like little creatures falling around. <laughs> anyway, um, but that's kind of it, really. Like, the summer, no, no summoning works on other like inhabitants, uh, and even non-native yeah. inhabitants uh, well, of good alignment still get like a plus to their saving throw to resist it. There's lots of pluses for stuff if you're good and you are going against uh, things like charming, etc. So yeah. yeah, pretty much that. I think that's everything, isn't it, for the plane generally? I think so. I think the only thing I just wanted to say mm. was the uh, the optional rule that is oh, in 5th yes. edition, if that is okay. So this mm. one, I think I've talked about this one in passing a lot more than I realised. So essentially, visitors spending any time here on this plane risk becoming trapped by overwhelming sensations of contentment and happiness. So at the end of each long rest taken on this plane, a visitor must make a Wisdom 10, Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they are unwilling to leave the plane before taking another long rest. After three failed saving throws, the creature is never willing, to, never willingly leaves the plane, and if forcibly removed, will do anything in its power to return to it. But a, a dispel, good and evil spell, will remove this effect from this creature, which is very it's similar to the previous one. Uh, I think with that, uh, like being like you want to be here and you long for it, so. But there's, I just like this idea that you're never willingly to leave. I think it's before it's like I want to go there, whereas this is not willingly to leave. So, yeah. it's it's it, yeah, and I yeah. think that's kind of the it sort of sums it up, doesn't it? It's sort of mm. like it's very nice, and once you're there, why would you want to go? We've got this place which is called Release from Care, where you're going to be enjoying a hot bath feeling the whole time, basically, yeah. and, the, and like... What nachos in the pub. Yeah, nachos yeah. in the pub. And actually, what more do you want? Why would you want to leave? That's basically it, isn't it? So... Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah. What's your overall feelings, then, for it? My overall feelings... Uh, yeah, I think, for me... Like the plane itself, I do struggle a little bit. I think because we've done so many of these planes now, it's and when they when they sort of present themselves as I'm good, I'm like, what does that mean? And I think that's the thing I struggle with because of maybe my own biases about what I think good is compared to maybe an objective good. Like I would run that would be accessible to all for my players. Yeah. But what I do like are the little. The little locations. I like the locations a lot more in this chapter than maybe to previous chapters because I'm like, that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Where can I use that? You know, even the one with the bridge and the guardian. Yeah. I think that's such an interesting thing because that's a cool roleplay moment. All these things are cool roleplay moments. I guess compared to obviously previous planes we talked about encounters and battles and stuff, we're less likely to have a battle or, or, or encounters here. Yeah. But I think that's okay. So I think all these little places, like release from. Release from care sounds amazing. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think I, I definitely would take bits of these ideas and put them, maybe sprinkle them in the campaign. But Elysium itself, I don't know. I, I, I generally I'm sort of on two two minds about it, on, on the fence about it a bit myself. What about yourself, Hamilton? Yeah, I think I think that's I think um I think there's a there's a there's a story in there to be to be had, and I think that's what kind of um, interests me about it is that mm -hmm. it, it like I think. You know, the the third plane layer gives so many opportunities for you to yes. need to go there and have some fun when you're there or accidentally end up there or mm. whatever. I feel like there's a lot of, yeah, as you said, there's a lot of meat, for a want of a better term, in it mm. yeah. that you can just, that unlike some of like, I think Aboria is the only other really good plane I'd go, and maybe Mount Celestia, but there's a couple of the others where I would just be like, oh, I, 
and they've all done very well. You know, we're coming to the end of this, so I think in review, I think they've all done very well with the, with the good line planes to make them, you know, have a, a, a good reason for you to go there and have something interesting about them, and, mm. and a particular Arcadia with its sort of very dodgy badness that's actually going on there. Mm. But, you know, but other ones, you know, the, the reason for Mount Celestia, which is about gaining some sort of insight or something, mm. I think there's something to all of them, but of all of them, this is the one where I'm like, it's so easy to see a way through for players to kind of interact with and so many mm. different ways that you could play with it that it even makes the other ones better because you kind of makes you think of like similar things you might entail on other planes yeah. that are good or something like that. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed it, reading it. I, enjoy, I enjoyed reading it as well. Mm. Like I think, I, like I said, I definitely have a lot more ideas. When I was coming into this, I was like, I'm not, what does untarnished good mean? And now I'm yeah. like, oh, I've got an idea now. And I think yeah. I know what I, I think I, I, I'm not left going, I don't know how I'd run a campaign here. I've definitely yeah. got ideas about what I would do. But Hamilton, we say goodbye to Elysium. Yeah. So we wave it off. We, we go from release from care. We go to our final stop. <laughs> to endless despair. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, where are we going next, Hamilton? Oh no. The grey waste. <gasps> the grey waste. The the uh, the gloom as well. We, we It says that the other term is within the glooms of yeah. grey waste. Scary. So, um, Places yeah, without it's joy, hope, hope or passion. It's the ultimate of evil. It is pure evil. <sighs> Neutral evil. God, what a what a way to end a series. I uh, think we have to do Sigil just to like lighten just, it up afterwards, don't we? Like, <laughs> Sigil is our epilogue for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's right. I think that's yeah. a bit of a shame we end on such... But I think it's a very interesting one. It used to be known and is now again known as Hades. Hades. Uh, so there's layers like Pluton, uh, you know, so Pluto obviously, which is uh, the, mm. the sort of the land of the dead. Um, there's some very, very interesting characters uh, to be found. There's some amazing artwork uh, that's mm. very freaky. Uh, and it's the home, <laughs> an original home of the the um, Yugoloths as well, yes. which we've already met we've in spoken. Vienna. Yes, we've spoken about the Yugoloths as well. So, so. Uh, this is where they originated, but they, and this is actually also known as the, the battlefield of the Blood War. Ooh. Because it is the directly between, you know, it's the sandwich between um, the, the the abyss and uh, and, and you the know, nine hells. Uh, the nine hells, sort of, it's in the middle of the two. Oh. So this is where you got to go past Gehenna on one side and past Carceria on the other, but you get to to in the middle this plane where they all converge and the blood war after rages. after reading so much about them like over the last couple of obviously episodes you know now we're here i'm i am very excited but also terrified in a, in a weird way like it's yeah. like we're finally i think we will need part. we'll need a nice appetizer afterwards yeah like, i'm i'm happy to end in sigil absolutely yeah, end in sigil. Exactly. well until then, folks, it's until our next set, we have... Um, we'll just keep you, resting in Elysium until then. Well, uh, we we'll, see you, we'll see you at the, at the pub. We'll be in uh, we'll release be in from re care. We'll be in release from care until then. Until <laughs> then. Uh, but until then, yourselves, you can either join us or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and catch yeah. up on previous episodes and VODs of our sibling show, which is the DMs Book Club, which we've mentioned a bit in this episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are links... All the way QR code. Absolutely. Uh, but until then, folks, we're going to wave awkwardly at the camera as we say goodbye for now and thank you for joining us. See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. See you on the flip side of the grey waste, everyone. Yeah. Bye.